0: The following content brings food to the party that nobody eats on purpose. That way they can take it all home for themselves guilt-free. Start the show.
1: that man I I am you know I am the following content <laughs> I've done it you I'll know, do it again why the
0: fuck did Oz bring sushi to the party <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying um, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery I'm your boy Oz
1: I'm allergic to heat I I spent uh, a significant amount of time in the heat yesterday. And I can tell you this. Oh man. Uh, I don't need a medical diagnosis to let you know that I am allergic to prolonged exposure to heat.
0: Well the good thing is you know about you know that about yourself. My goodness. I, I think I have the same allergy. As a matter of fact, we were I was in one of these I was in one of these little groups. You know, Shout out to uh, Peabody, my man Social P from uh, uh, Social Complex Podcast. Peep, peep, peep. I love I love Peabody to death, but his group on Facebook, you can tell that he he wanted to put together people that he knew would give lively discussions because some of the fuckest some of the fuckest of fuck niggas is in there. And there are all these hyper-masculine he-man woman haters. And I got into it because one of them was like, I was like, they were talking about how men, the manly shit that men don't do anymore, talking about cooking outside, talking about grilling outside. I was like, whoever wrote this doesn't live in Texas. It doesn't it, know what mosquitoes are. Doesn't know what mosquitoes are and just, ha- just has no self-preservation about them. Because... I have been asked to to grill on a couple of upcoming holidays. Yeah, that won't happen outdoors. I'm literally buying an indoor grill <laughs> for these purposes. Yeah, because the logic to me, and you, when you talk, you know, you're talking to old black people when they go, "It's a right of tradition. You got to know how to burn on the grill." I know, I know how to cook plenty. <clears throat> the problem is nobody has explained the logic to me of going outside in 90 plus degree weather and standing in front of fire <laughs> I, you know I, somebody has to explain this to me why the fuck do I want to stand in front of fire
1: in the 90 degree heat
0: this is not it this is not it
1: yeah, and, and as you say that, my parents just bought and had me assemble a new grill the other day,
0: <laughs> Bruh, That don't make. And then they were like, "You, you just well, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta hang. You know, you can, you know, you can be out there for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You, you probably work in the heat. I don't. No, I y'all, don't. Y'all don't.
1: Y'all don't understand grilling. Like, you don't just go back and forth. You gotta dedicate yourself to the grill. And half the struggle, and, and mind y'all, half the struggle. Is is not sweating onto the food. Correct. So you got to you got to do this balancing act. You got to have a cooling towel. You got to have a dry towel. And, and half the time you just you just dabbing it off, so you don't sweat on the food. And it, it's it's you also have to keep your crackhead uncle from trying to take over the grill too early because the crackhead uncle. Oh, they always think they know. Yeah. Who the family doesn't want him touching anything (laughs) because he's the crackhead uncle. Everybody hit their purses when they came through. Uncle Mike, hey young blood, young blood, hey man, let me go, let me go, get up in there, man. I chop shit, man. I used to do that shit all the way back in the day, man.
0: Oh, you you just hear a bunch of chicks talking about where my purse at,
1: (laughs) Uncle Mike. I got it, I got it, Uncle Mike. Nah, you got it, you got it, man. See, you gotta, you gotta count seven minutes, then you turn it over, young blood. I'm gonna show you, young blood. I'm gonna show you. I got, I got it, I got it, Uncle Mike. Just. And if you And I remember one time I stepped away For two minutes To like go get some water, And I came back And Uncle Mike was lifting The lid to the grill And I was Hell like Hell ah. no And he was about to start Flipping over meat With his bare hands Hell no like, Nah we got it We got it Hey somebody Somebody get my Uncle Mike a beer Hell he, no he's, He ain't supposed to be drinking Because of his parole conditions he, but somebody <laughs> Somebody get Uncle Mike some crap We ain't that, gonna say nothing That nigga that-
0: and then, and and he 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 flipping to me with his bare hands. Yeah. Talking about you know I lost all my
1: nerve in, yeah. in Vietnam. He ain't got no <laughs> fingerprints anymore already. Cause <laughs> the nigga burned him off because of crack. Shit, handling crack pipes with his bare hands. Damn, Uncle Mike. Oh man. Yeah, man. Y'all don't understand. See, that's 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 what we talk about when we're talking about the full grill experience.
0: But you niggas just wanna be manly for
1: manly's yeah. sake. Y'all go ahead catch a heat stroke. It's cool. Yeah, y'all got rooftops and shit. See, that's what that Kevin Samuels Twitter got y'all fucked up. I call it Kevin Samuels yeah. Twitter, basically. And by the time you finish grilling, like you're so you're so tired and you're so sweaty, like you gotta take a shower. Before, before you, you can eat. En- before you can enjoy your food. And everybody else, everybody else, and people start lining up before you're done. And, by, you know, by the time everyone's sitting down eating, you're you grilling, like, the last couple pieces of meat just for yourself. And you just, like, caked in sweat and salt. And you're just like, man, I got to take a whole shower before I do anything. Get you a partner that's going to make sure you have a plate reserved for you. You know? Um, get, hey, actually, get your mama to do it.
0: Hey. I'm just saying,
1: cause, it, it, hey, have your mama look out for you, cause your mama will make sure you get that good plate that, that you it, eat, yeah, and she gonna keep that shit warm and out of the reach of children. Boy, I tell you, shout out to moms, man, we,
0: we wouldn't, I shout out to moms, we wouldn't know how to do it without y'all. Uh, y'all don't even, y'all don't even ask for the big piece of chicken, yeah. You know, my my mom is all. I mean, And part of it is because my mom is is trying to be healthier now. Um, but she's always straight. She just like, you want something? No, I'm straight. Just make me a salad. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. They got salad at Chick fil A, Mom. You don't have to do that. No, I'm straight. Oh, okay, okay. You know. Uh, so yeah. Um, it is episode
1: one forty two. What you gonna do? One forty two. Um, how was your week, D Randall? It was all right, man. If y'all can't tell, I'm a little congested. Uh, you know, pollen is kicking up. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's gotten a little dry since it stopped raining, so there's there's a bunch of shit in the air right now. This is true. It's all good. We out here, though. We Rag, out here. Ragweed is a hell of a drug. Ugh, man. And I got, I got, I forgot what this bush is called in my backyard. It's the shit with all the white pollen on it and the bees have been flying around and knocking it around. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Came that, out the other day, my, my my car was covered in a layer of pollen. I will say, you can just see it all in the air. Yeah.
0: Let me go back in the fucking house. So yeah.
1: Other than that, I mean, fuck the heat.
0: Yeah, man, I, that's that's kinda how mine is. Um oh uh for as far as my week, nice little update. Hmm. So I got a call from Texas Workforce. Let's go. I got a call from Texas Workforce. You know, I you know the last time we talked about this, <clears throat> I put in a request for someone to call me. This was like 2 weeks ago. Oh no, this is like 3 two, 3 weeks to a month ago. Oh wow. <laughs> um about my uh, about unemployment. And at this point, they have fucked over unemployment so bad it really doesn't matter, but as long as y'all are calling me, let's talk about it. Um, so they call me, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning and they asked me what the problem is. I told them, uh, you can't get through to talk to anybody and they take your information and they never get back to you. And so she took my information. She said, hold, she had me hold for two minutes. She comes back and says, someone will call you to finish your paperwork. What? Someone will call you back. At some point, to finish your paperwork, ma'am, I'm talking to you. Like, we're actually talking right now. If you're, like, you're the help people. You're the, like, like you're, you're the special teams. Why am I even talking to you? This is the same shit they put you through when you call. It's just quicker. Texas workforce is trolling. They're trolling the populace. My goodness. They're like that nigga gonna get a job before this even matters, which might be the case. I didn't get the I didn't get the the job at the top of my list uh, that I was looking for, uh, but it's a couple other interviews coming up, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, so Texas workforce nine one one is a joke, um. Flowers, that's what we're doing Flowers Start off with love Giving flowers To Anna Deshawn Who is um, Who's doing an Indiegogo campaign uh, For The Cube The Cube Spelled Uh, Q-U-B-E Is a curated app of music and podcasts Produced by black, brown And um, Queer and trans PLC creatives Um, It already sounds good to me. Uh, According to the campaign um, bullet points on their Indiegogo, uh, for the past two years, Anna Deshaun and and the E3 radio team have been dreaming, planning, and now executing the development of the Cube. Anna says, two years ago, we knew that we had to create an app to make it easier for folks to listen to the station. Uh, through conversation, it was clear that we had to include podcasts as part of the experience. Podcasts are radio 2.0, but it's incredibly difficult to find good ones. Uh, this app is something we wanted to we wanted to see in the world, so we decided to create it. The E3 Radio team has put has put a plan in place to fuel this dream, and now they need your help. Uh, black and brown. Oh, this is good. Black, black brown. And queer and trans people of color Folks deserve a space Where their art centered Life attempts to put us in boxes And limit us to particular labels But inside the Cube We are three-dimensional We are showing our depth and, and, and breathe by speaking our truth Sharing our wisdom And spreading our joy Through music and podcasts The Cube will be a place For people to be inspired By the various ways Black, brown, and queer, trans POC uh, People show up in the world um, it, it 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 looks, it looks legit so far. I used to be very, um, suspicious of crowdfunded things centered around black people. Uh-huh. Um, un, un, Universal Fan Con has kind of left me a little gun shy about that. <laughs> Remember when, uh, what's her name from, what you call it, um black girl nerds and a bunch of people tried to put on that con and yeah just it didn't happen and we didn't and
1: nobody got refunded emphasis on the word con <laughs> <laughs> shit um and
0: so after a hustle like that i was a little i'm a little nervous but this looks pretty legit this looks like something worthwhile and you know i'm always talking about black people in tech this is kind of the thing that I'm talking about Black people um, Making their way in the tech In the tech cent, uh, sector Which I, I think That we are kind of lacking in um, I feel like that Black people in tech would open a lot of doors For a lot of people to get the bag For a lot of people of color To get the bag Yep. Um, so this is right up my alley um, Indiegogo projects uh, well, um, I'll, I'll post a link I'll post a link probably in the description uh, Later um, Going to Humans ain't shit I don't have a I don't really have a long Humans ain't shit It's pride month This is a reminder To all you phobes Really to everybody It's pride month Watch your fucking mouth Let me, let, me, let me repeat that It's pride month Watch your fucking mouth And continue to watch your mouth And
1: not just during the month of June
0: This is true You should always be watching your mouth This is a reminder to watch your fucking mouth um, Queer and trans people deserve better from us They do We are vi- I'm talking specifically to the black community We are lacking in this apartment We have been lacking in this apartment for quite some time and not to say that there aren't homophobes in other uh ethnic communities, but I can definitely speak I can definitely speak for us and say that we are lacking in this department. we are lacking in this department we are behind that's why I call it we are behind um, We do not keep the same energy with queer and certainly not trans people trans people are dying at an alarming rate. And a lot of y'all are going to say, well, it's not that, well, that's not a, bi- well, it's not really those bi- that big a number. Any number is too many. And it doesn't get reported on much. It doesn't get reported on until someone that's in the know that you know reports on it. It's usually Twitter. They're not getting a lot of news, n- news media time, um, which is disturbing and alarming in the era of Black Lives Matter. All
1: right. And remember
0: black people Are the ones who started Pride Month Black people are the ones Who started Pride Month Black people are the ones Who started Black Queer Queer and trans And women In the black community Started Black Lives Matter They were the ones At the forefront They always show up For everybody else And ain't nobody else Showing up for them And that doesn't make Any fucking sense um this is what I'm talking about when we say things, when we lay claim to shit like community, uh-huh. this is what I'm talking about. Yep. Communities look out for each other. Communities have mutual respect. Even if you don't fuck with somebody personally the long way. If they show up, if they show up for you, you just show up for them out of that just natural respect for another human being. And for some reason, we don't seem to have that. Mm-hmm. There's always an agenda. First of all, there is no gay agenda. I mean, I've said this many times on this podcast. I'm going to say it again. There's no gay agenda. None. The only agenda gay people seem to have, by my approximation, from what I can tell, is to wake up in the morning, be gay, and be left the fuck alone about it. Sounds about right. That's what it sounds like to me And we can't even be bothered to do that And that's a goddamn shame No one can make you gay No one No one No one nothing And and here's the arrogance of cishet people Even if they could What makes you think I'm talking to the niggas What makes you think they want you Exactly look, Nigga Women don't even Women barely fuck with us the long way right now What makes you think the home team trying to pick us up?
1: The I, fuck? I will say this though If you get a compliment from a gay man It's probably a well deserved compliment Like you should be flattered actually You should just take it and run with it Because the fact that your sis ha- And they even said anything
0: to you Is a huge thing And they, because they really be trying to be left the fuck alone and stay out of the way. Right. And here's another, here's another wake up call for y'all. In case y'all haven't grown up with these people, in case you, well, in case you don't realize that you've grown up with these people all your fucking life, gay people can fucking fight. They're used to it. Gay people got motherfucking hands. Every gay person, I told you the story of Major. Yeah. Yeah. Who beat the local bully's ass in front of Santa Claus? It's got to happen. When you're in elementary school and you beat a nigga's ass so bad that a grown-ass man in a Santa costume don't want none? Because he made sure he was a definite six feet away from that ass whooping. Stop Stop fighting, you guys. Come on now. Come on now. No. No. Yeah. Gay people got hands. Um. So, yeah. All that to say, it's Pride Month please watch your fucking mouth or don't or don't and suffer the consequences. It is entirely up to you. They got hands. Just know they got hands. And they, and, and and in 2021, everybody looking for a reason. Uh, All the marginalized people are looking for a fucking reason. Everybody don't be the next contestant or do, you know, that's a decision you have to make for yourself. Song of the week. Um, usually, I would this is now. This isn't necessarily something unknown, but this is definite. But you know, you can never have too much internet on the podcast. Uh, you mean the internet? The right? internet. Okay. Uh, Sid and Steve Lacy and those guys. Ah. Um, this is one of my favorite internet joints. It's always a good time for it This is Hold On Mm. Nice little slow jam Go ahead and Pour yourself something Get comfortable Um, We started off in the morning So (laughs) It's brunch drinking over here Screwdrivers Screwdrivers for your ass Um, So go ahead Get comfortable I suspect it's going to be a good show And we'll be back with more opinions while black yes. Let's go Let's go
1: Don't you just love a good baseline? That good Rhodes 73 keyboard, man. Y'all gonna appreciate it. The baseline just be going, mm.
0: boy. I just mm. That mm. I, that's that's another joint
1: where you just know what time it is. That's what I'm saying. That's a summer slow jam. That's the kind of shit where you light your citronella candle and risk it on the on the back porch. <laughs> No. Just saying.
0: Oh man. And not and not just the and you know, this is Texas, so not just any citron candle citronella candle, you gotta get the bucket. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> see I only in Texas can you look out somebody's porch or garage and see the bucket citronella candle yep. that they use for camping. The bucket with three wicks in it. <laughs> I don't know what time it is <laughs> uh, That was Hold On By the internet Man I I remember when that second album first, Well not the second album For them I guess it's their third album When that third album dropped And niggas tried to tell me That that shit was mid I was like y'all ain't listening mm. Y'all ain't listening mm. See y'all listening Y'all listening for the for the radio joint See that's the problem People gotta stop listening for the radio joint That's washed Yeah Radio as well, and then, well, and not necessarily WASH, but that's not something you should be listening for from the internet. Correct. If you listen listening, like if you, I mean, like if you listen listening to Megan, you're probably listening for the shit that you're going to hear that summer. Right. But the internet, no, that you, because you're not going to hear the internet a lot out in the club. Not unless you're playing it yourself. Correct. You know, I, I I you have to look for the for the for the R&B for the for the, in Texas in Houston particularly. You got to go and look for the places where someone will be DJing the R&B mix. Yep. Shout out to Flash Gordon Parks. Always good for it. Shout out to Marcus Black. Shout out to Marcus Black of The Remedy. You know what? We got I I told you I got to shout out more of my fellow podcasters. Yep. Marcus Black is celebrating or has celebrated in the past week or so, I believe, his four-year anniversary of The Remedy. Let's go! Four years of The Remedy. um, They have moved that program. I think he's back in the studio doing it. Um, it, He's. I think they've moved it back from the evening to in the morning. So it's like 11 to 1. Okay. And then he has a Patreon show. Yeah. Shout out to anybody getting money crowdfunding. Man. Which reminds me, we are accepting donations now. Donations. Donations. Please go to opinionswildblack.com. There's a button that says donate to OWB. And you can donate whatever. It, it just, if I said something you like, don't, you know, you want to donate a dollar, do that. If Randall said something you liked, You want to donate a dollar or two dollars Or five dollars or whatever
1: Do that If you're playing opinions while black bingo (laughs) And and every time we hit a square You want to donate a (laughs) dollar Do
0: that too Please do that Um, You know uh, And just know that all of that All of the proceeds go to making this a better podcast And by making this a better podcast I mean it's liquor money So let me just let, Let me just say that Full disclosure it's either going to be liquor money or Uber money for us. That's it. That's 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 that that's the cost of this of this program for the most part. Um, oh, let's see what's going on this week. Not a, it's not a, it wasn't a heavy week, but at the same time, it was some wild shit also going on. Um, I think Miami has become like the new focal point for all like crime related fuckery, like.
1: Well, there's a whole Bermuda Triangle between Atlanta and Miami that's kind of like the, the new hotbed for foolishness and fuckery. I
0: guess so. Because <clears throat> um, this is the second time i would heard about some shit popping off in Miami since Memorial Day. Uh, Pusheise got arrested. Who? Uh, Pusheise is a, one, another young and, ah, okay. young and up-and-comer. One of them. Um, got, a, got a couple of joints out. Kind of, kind of going, um, kind of doing something for themselves. Who he got arrested for possibly shooting a security guard? Um, he was at a show, or he was coming from a show, and somebody, from what I can tell, according to what I read on TMZ, somebody fucked with uh, one of his people, and he didn't take kindly to that. So he, you know, he tried to get his get his man's back. Security guard was trying to intervene. Um. He was packing. Um, the security guard was trying to help him. Be like, maybe you want to. If you got that thing, maybe you want to hide that. A scuffle broke out, and a security guard got shot. Um. So Pusheisty is from what I can tell, last time I read, last time I read, he was uh, maybe just getting bailed out. Um. So there's that. That happened in Miami
1: If you are a rapper Who is Famous enough To find your life In danger Whenever you go Into public spaces Then you should be Rich enough To hire security That's their job That's their job For someone else To have the thing on them Drake has never Been accused of Pulling a weapon on anyone Never seen Drake With the blicky Now did he get The shit slapped Out of him by Diddy (laughs) You betcha Sure you bet. But there were no gun charges.
0: No guns. No guns. No need for that. Relax, y'all. Um also in Miami, this happened in the past day or two. Polo G, uh for Randall, that would be another young and up and comer. Okay. Uh just released their just released their album. They were at the album release party. They left the album release party. Caravan. Mini cars going to the next thing. Polo G and his younger brother, who is a minor, uh, get arrested. We don't know we're now. Here's here's where it gets weird. Now we know all this because Polo G's mother got on social media and lived the whole thing of her being on the way to the scene of the arrest. Um, these young men were not driving. From what we can tell, if they were intoxicated, it's it kinda doesn't matter because they weren't in the driver's seat at all. They had security and a driver up front.
1: Hmm. So they were passengers in the car?
0: Correct. They were passengers in the car.
1: And got pulled over for a minor traffic infraction. Quote,
0: Correct. Quote. Hmm. Correct. Um I so I don't know why anyone would have even been talking to them. Um the mother uh, chronicles this whole thing on the way and her concern is that no one can tell me where my son is who is a minor with him in the car right um and when they get out they film the whole thing them and let me tell you this is a mama she was charging the fuck out of the police she was and also it is worth it is worth noting that when they got out of the car, there were no less than 20 cars in the middle of the fucking road. That
1: sounds very typical of a minor traffic infraction.
0: To arrest one person with a minor, a driver, and security. 20 cop cars. I'm not, I'm not understating this at all. There was a sea of cop cars yeah, on, looking on at the intersection.
1: Photo, looking at the photo, you had to find the actual car that was pulled over.
0: Correct. And the mother charges them up, "Where the fuck is my son? Where is my son?" And they just keep giving her the the party line. "It's an ongoing investigation, ma'am. It's an ongoing investigation." Which they should still be able to answer that question. Right. It's an ongoing your your son is safe. There's an ongoing investigation. Can this we is all white there?
1: people. Can we start there?
0: Yeah. Let's start there. Your son is okay. Your son is unharmed. Your son is in custody. They could have said any of those things. They were trying to get their story straight. They were trying to figure some shit out. And I know they were trying to figure some shit out because a black person, a black cop, just comes out of nowhere as if they as if they just found this nigga up, uh, up the street a few blocks not having anything to do with this shit. And they just, we need a nigger translator. We have, some niggers, we, we have some niggers, and we don't understand what they're saying. And the dude's like, it sounds like they're just saying, where's my son? I, I, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And he comes out of nowhere. Your son's safe. I checked on him myself, personally. How the fuck did you know which car to go to? Yeah. It was eight million cars out there, all flashing lights. How the fuck did you know which car they were in? All right, bro, can you tell me where my son
1: is? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, it's all good, ma'am. It's all good.
0: Now, I am not one of these people that likes to allude to a deeper, darker criminal link for everything. But this sounds like the hip-hop unit of the police department is back out and about on the scene. Well, And we know they exist because we saw the Takashi documentary where the police pretty much admitted it. Uh-huh. Um, And they're in all these major cities and they're supposed to be Wherever these rappers are Whether these rappers do shit or not It sounds like Now the outside is open They are back on the scene Looking for some bullshit That's what it sounds like to me Like I said I don't like to think everything is a big Criminal conspiracy But when it comes to the police I don't put shit past the police It sounds like They out here looking for some shit to pop off again
1: it looks like they wasted a lot of time and effort on someone that's not even famous yet.
0: A lot of taxpayer power on somebody who, from what I can tell, has not even broken Billboard's top fifty. Yeah, y'all. That's not a diss to Polo G. It's just he brand new.
1: Yeah, I'm just.
0: Eh. It sounds like the bullshit is back. So I say all that to say, if you are in one of these metro, major metropolitan areas as we are,
1: um, rapper or not, watch your ass. I do want to know why a 16-year-old was out there, though. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, it was his, bro- it was his brother's release
0: party. You know, and if the my th- if the mom's there.
1: Yeah, if she's
0: there. I, I kinda, because she was at the party. They, like, oh, okay. they, were, they were all going from one thing to the next thing. Gotcha, okay. And the mom is relative. <clears throat> she looked relatively young. Oh, yeah. So, I yeah, if the mom's there, I believe. You know, you you want, yeah. if you can have your family at the big thing, gotcha. I don't want my family there. Right. That makes sense. Um, so just rapper or not, y'all? Watch your ass. Watch your ass. They out here. They looking for a reason. <clears throat> they know everybody looking for a reason to turn up. So they looking for a reason to make these quotas. Yeah. And, and what they're gonna tell you? I want to go ahead and put the. I, this is. I did not put this in the rundown. Oh. Um, we get one every week. <laughs> um. There, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a big to do this summer about how um, what is it um, about how crime is going up oh, yeah, about yeah, how yeah. crime is going up mm-hmm. and that we need to allocate more funds and resources um to fund the police we're gonna refund the police um, so because you know because you know that that whole initiative kind of got shouted down very quickly uh, because the Democrats were a little cowardly and
1: kind of didn't know how to market that shit. Yeah, I don't think the police ever actually got defunded. No, no, they didn't. So they probably just see increased budgets. I, I know for a fact that
0: I just saw on somebody's TikTok where SWAT rolled up in a, in a, um, in a suburban neighborhood Look like a look like a middle uh, upper middle class suburban neighborhood. This is the police come out. We know you're here, and you look out in the street, and it looks like it looks like the rocks like tank truck from the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, with all the with all the night Rider ass trimmings on it. Yeah. That tells choo, choo, that you. <laughs> That tells me right there they ain't defunded shit. Good morning, Michael. <laughs> I found I found this. I'm not going to read it all, but I found this uh, thread uh, by a Twitter persona by the name of Equality Alec. Um, I'll I'll link this somewhere, probably on the on the uh, opinions while black Twitter. You're gonna hear a lot more. You're gonna hear a lot about how cops need more resources uh, because crime is surging in the next few months. It's propaganda, and here's how you can respond. First, what what constitutes as a crime is determined by people in power who have a lot of money. Second, police control and police control and manipulate crime stats for political reasons. In addition, police don't even count the violent crimes that police commit, which would entirely reverse the crime stats in pretty much every city or state. Hmm. Bars, uh, because and we're not just talking about police, um, uh, prison guards as well. Bars um, that would the stats would look way different. Hmm. Third, police and prosecutors ignore most crime. Crime in this—I want to put this out there. Crime in this thread is in uh, quotations for a reason. Because, again, what is described as crime to the media is a lot different than what the common taxpayer person would probably consider to be crime. True. Uh, Police and prosecutors ignore most crime. They only look for some kinds of crime committed by some people in some places. So police are terrible at preventing harm. Now, that's an important word too Crime versus harm Um, There are things that you can get locked up for That do not necessarily
1: create harm Holding a small quantity of marijuana, for example No harm But because it's technically against the law in some places It's considered a crime if the person gets arrested
0: Right, but does no harm
1: Does no harm um, this is what they're talking about when they talk about nonviolent crime.
0: Um, things that don't do harm to anybody but are just illegal because, um, you know, fuck it. Um, fourth, only 4% of police time is spent on what they call violent crime. And police are terrible at solving and preventing violent crime, um, especially in the black community. I, I don't even have to reiterate the old saying If you want to get away with murder Shoot a rapper mm. uh, Overwhelming it, overwhelming Evidence establishes that police And prisons actually increase future crime uh, Fourth what police call crime Is different from what causes harm I just got through saying that uh, uh, <clears throat> Example tobacco kills 480,000 people every year In the United States including 41,000 from secondhand smoke alone. These preventable deaths dwarf police-reported data on deaths from the the drugs that cops call crime. Hmm. So basically, there are government-sanctioned, FDA-sanctioned things that can kill you a lot faster than anything on the street.
1: Well, alcohol being one of them.
0: Alcohol definitely being one of them. Uh, I don't even have to go back to the history of like prohibition, and it you know the government don't want you the government doesn't want you doing anything that they don't have a hand in basically basically um i'll give you I'll give you one more fifth the same is true of water and air pollution and fraudulent home foreclosures, all of which cause huge death rates that kill far more people than what cops call homicides. <laughs> Those, those are crimes caused by big corporations and the wealthy people who own them but aren't in police crime stats. Hmm. I'm just saying. Oh, actually, this is a good one, too. Six uh, wage theft by employers isn't in crime stats because it is almost never investigated by police, and yet it costs low-wage workers an estimated $50 billion per year. Dwarfing the cost of all police-reported robberies, burglaries, larcenies, and motor, fe- motor vehicle thefts combined.
1: Mm. Well,
0: sounds like sounds like a lot of carjackers in the wrong profession. Yep. Get you a job, get in management, and uh, steal that shit. Just saying. Um, I just wanted to put that out there as an aside. As long as we're talking about just so you understand the motives of law enforcement out here and looking for a reason to, when we say that they're looking for a reason to fuck with you yep. this is what we're talking about there are a lot better ways that law enforcement could be spending their time Um, and the ways that they do spend their time almost none of them cause actual harm so just putting that out there very true uh, what else we got here? Oh, the fuckery is back this weekend. Meme boxing, <laughs> I call it meme boxing yeah. at this point. Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter. Wow. Now i I have said before that I was a proponent of meme boxing just because it kind of reminds me of reality TV. It's kind of funny. Um, you know, this was a bummy ass fight that nobody gave a fuck about. Because I went to all my little sites that I would watch these fights on. None of them had it.
1: I I will say this also. I always say, never fight a crackhead. (laughs)
0: God damn it. Here we go.
1: But you have a crackhead who also barely survived the Kardashians, there was a 0% chance. Of Aaron Carter winning or having a remote <laughs> chance in this
0: fight. Well, not only that, let's let's not forget the fact that Lamar Odom is like six nine, yeah, He's and still built like a fucking athlete. He's a full foot taller than this dude. Like Aaron Carter didn't look like any sh- like he was in any shape to be doing this. And, so it was just kind of sad. It was just sad watching this grown man ragdoll this this young man around. I'm slapping this kid around. I knew this was going to be all fuckery when I saw Ice-T and Coco
1: were guest commentating. That's when I knew what is, was up. This is what boxing has become. <laughs> Professional boxing as we know it is over.
0: Well, and, and, and let,
1: I'll get there. I'm getting there.
0: I just also have to put out that the undercard was Peter Guns. Wow, <laughs> this is town baby. Wow. <laughs> Versus Cisco Rosado. These are all and and refereed by Rich Dollars. These are all personalities on Love and Hip Hop. These are all Love and Hip Hop personalities, and apparently this came from a real beef that has been brewing between these two. Uh, so. Not to get too loving Hip Hop-y on you, but Peter Guns, uh, who is pretty much the all-time the, the all time champ of the creeps and the cheaters and the ain't shit niggas on loving Hip Hop, like probably just under Stevie J. Um, it's funny that he's hosting cheaters. He's hosting cheaters. Did you see... I don't know if I mentioned this on this podcast. He'd already slapped the shit out of a nigga on cheaters. I mean... He was, well, it was his fault. He was getting, you know, you know the part where they, where they do the little description of what your person, what your, what your significant other is doing. Yeah. As you're watching it, just to piss you off. Yeah. Peter has not mastered the art of tact with this. You know, Joey Greco always used to have, be very Alex Trebek about yeah. it. Well, we see they're uh, going in the room there. Looks like maybe they're not coming out uh, for a few For an hour or two um, Presumably doing something Sexual there No Peter didn't have none of that He didn't get none of that training This nigga was talking about Well you see they're going in the room Look look at your man Look at your man over here They going in the room You don't know what they're doing He he blowing her back out (laughs) Bitch ain't even got her shirt tucked in Look at that shit Hair all fucked up Man, knocking that, knocking that shit out the park, man. How you feel about that shit? <laughs> and the nigga turned around and pushed him to try to swing on him. Peter guns two pieced him, and then got it back together. It was like, hey man, hey man, I'm not, hey man. Let's hey, look. Do you want to You want? You want to confront your man? Huh? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be real with you, man. Let's go do this, bro. Two this nigga
1: back to reality. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life, John. That's how you gotta do it, though. <laughs> Otherwise you'd be like Joey Greco getting stabbed getting and, and kicked stabbed off the boat. and shot <laughs> shit.
0: Alright, but they chased these niggas off with paintball guns,
1: bro. Peter Gunn said, Nah, fail. Not here, bro I'm just trying to tell you what it is From uptown We don't do that shit over here, nigga She's getting her uterus shifted You out here <laughs> mad at me <laughs>
2: uh,
1: Your girl, oh, uh, you're going there getting a hysterectomy and You <laughs> you're mad at me about something yeah.
0: Oh, man I'm just saying, fam <laughs> I said all that to say that uh, Peter goes off to a pretty good start on cheaters. <laughs> uh, so Peter has had a long-standing beef, at least since the last season of Love and Hip Hop New York, which I think happened like right before the pandemic popped off. Um, Cisco, Cisco Rosado, uh, him and Rich Dollars, they all a little, they all—they got a little treehouse. The He-Man, Woman haters, little uh, group called the Creep Squad, just a bunch of fifty-plus-year-old niggas that ha- that haven't been faithful in a relationship since two thousand and two. Sounds like a bad idea already. <laughs> and it turns out that his ex-wife, baby mom's Amina, apparently she was spending the she was spending the night at Cisco's house one night. And now he has some kind of explanation about it, it was a Super Bowl party. She was drunk. Uh, he didn't want her to drive. The fact that if you know anything about loving hip hop, you know this nigga none of this holds water. Um. This nigga this nigga will lie this nigga will lie to quote my father, this nigga'll lie fast as you can skin a cat. And none of this held up, and they have had beef about this ever since. And rightfully so. I get it. It it's not the story. It's who the story is coming from. Yeah. There are some niggas that I just don't believe that. You know? Um And so they got in they got in the ring, and Rich Dollars of all people refereed it. Um, their best friend. Um, probably the only nigga who could keep these motherfuckers apart. We all know Cisco can't fight. Cisco's one of these niggas that makes them that makes a bunch of niggas hold him back. He jumps behind the nigga to hold him back. Yeah. Peter Guns that nigga looks like he really he he from the Bronx. He looks like he would really whoop your ass. And he's old enough to have that old school mentality. He was busting Cisco's ass. And Cisco started throwing off his gloves like he wanna fight for real. And they trying to break it up. Peter Gus was busting his ass, and they gave it to Cisco off of points. They gave it to Cisco off of points. But I don't feel bad because Peter Gus looked like he don't care. It what it was never about the points. It was about getting these licks off for you being shady with my with my ex wife. Like that's He seemed like a nigga of principle For a nigga who has never had a faithful relationship Since the turn of the century Um But Hilarious And just to set up the fuckery And then it's commentated by Ice-T And Coco I didn't even know he let his wife talk I i haven't seen Coco Oof. I didn't know she was allowed to talk In Ice-T's presence Yeah Every time I've seen her, he literally snap. That's how you know she used to be his bottom bitch. Because every time he snaps, he says, hey, hey, come sit over here. I've seen it. I've seen it. Hey, come sit here. Stand right here. That's his wife. Some weird shit. All this to say, I think boxing has become this because, like, the, the I, pretty much the the high point of boxing was perpetuated by charisma. you know what I mean like yeah since Floyd got out of the game, there hasn't really been a charismatic person on the scene and there really hasn't been that element of drama there hasn't been any beef you know
1: there's I mean even go if you go back as far as like um, you know Ali and then you move forward to Sugar Ray Marvin hagler. Right, um, you know Mike Tyson in the '90s and Roy Jones. You know you, you always had at least charismatic characters and, and and charismatic matchups. Like even even though Lennox Lewis was boring as shit, correct? His his matchups were always exciting. Even a mid-ass boxer like Prince Nasim, my god, was. Interesting to watch because you just wanted to see someone knock him the fuck out. A fucking troll. Yeah, and and boxing boxing is really missing that nowadays. Once once the the Klitschko's started kind of running the heavyweight division, it was just yep. like yeah, and so now we're relegated to these exhibitions and sideshows. And like,
0: U F like Dana has uh, Dana understands this well. With like with UFC, yeah, Dana will create. A thing he will create a beef, he will create something for to make a sideshow out of it for people to see. That's why he's investing in all these trilogies, yeah, because it creates a rivalry. Um, like with DC and old boy, um, Conor McGregor's about to fight uh, that dude that whooped his ass a couple months ago again for the third time. Oh. That's what you notice. A lot of these are becoming trilogies, and I think, and and I I, because again, when you fight somebody three times in a row, that's going to create a rivalry. Yeah. Even um, last night, um, we're recording this uh, Sunday, but Saturday night, Israel Adesanya, Adesanya, the 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 style bender, yeah, him and that dude Marvin. Marvin Vittori don't like each other at all. He doesn't fuck with the style bender the long way. I don't see how anybody... And I, as much as I like him, I don't see how anybody fucks with him the long way because he be, he trolls the fuck out of you at every turn. Every turn. This nigga walks in the ring and mimes himself writing you in the death note. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, Like, he really... He really fucks with people, even when he doesn't have a problem with you.
1: He's a living anime character. He
0: is. It's true. And he busted his ass last night. And at the end, when he was trying to tackle him, it was la- it was like three seconds left in the match. He grabs his ass and smacks him on the ass. Mm. Like the ref, like the ref was trying to figure out if he was tapping out or not. He starts falling asleep while he's trying to get him in a hold. Man. And Boxing doesn't have that anymore. No. Nope. Boxing doesn't have a Floyd. Boxing doesn't have anybody that's going at the ass. And you know, you don't and so when you don't have that that spirited shit that happens outside of the ring and anybody to perpetuate that, it gets boring and it get and 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 the, the only real fans are the people that are just fan, have decided that they are fans of the technical boxing and you know, it, it, Nobody really wants to watch the fight with them. Nobody wants to watch that old ESPN-ass boxing. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and nothing against them. Shout-out to shout out to my man, Jeff Cash. Jeff is a technical... I love UFC. Jeff loves UFC. <laughs> he is a technical fighting nigga. Yeah. I will never forget when Idris Elba had his first kickboxing match. Uh and Jeff broke it down moment for moment. We weren't expecting Idris Elba to be like a technical wizard on this right. shit. You know. But you know, shout but yeah, shout out to my man. You, and I guess every sports needs needs those. But if that's the only part of the fandom to get people excited, you're not gonna have a lot of excitement. Okay. So what do you do? You go get people like These YouTube losers like Logan Paul and Jake Paul because at this time in the time of Black Lives Matter in the time of white people must be stopped who what is more what do people want more than to see a cocky arrogant white boy riding on white privilege get his ass whooped yep which is why
1: everybody was so let down by the Floyd fight you know Showtime was handing out refunds for that shit well, that was because some people didn't see two thirds of the the cards. <laughs> you mean they didn't? They, you mean they weren't paying attention to o- Ocho Cinco's technical no. work? And you know how it is nowadays, man. Once an event starts, if, if your shit ain't playing right, nah, give me that refund. Get the fuck out of here. Give me Correct. That refund. Correct. First ten seconds, give me that refund.
0: UFC had to get that shit together last summer. Oh boy, and they because they 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 want they wanted you to subscribe to their streaming shit. Nope. And then you have to pay for the fight? Nope. No, No, fuck that. Um, so, yeah, I think boxing is looking for a way to get its charisma back. And they thought these little exhibitions would be cute, and they didn't count on them being as popular as they are for the wrong reasons. So, you know, boxing's just to, kind of trying to find its way in the new era, in the social media era, which... You know, UFC and MMA have definitely capitalized on quite a bit. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Um not holding my breath. Nor am I. <clears throat> um plenty of new content. New content out. Um Culture Three, finally. Amigos. amigos, Mama I will say I w- as somebody who maybe wasn't a fan of the Migos originally. Oh son. Who's not a fan and going forward has found himself listening to people that kind of were born of the Migos, who kind of were born of the Migos mumble rap era. Bam. Um I was I liked culture three. It was interesting. Bando.
1: (laughs) You're gonna get those athletes.
0: (laughs) It was interesting. I did not like. I thought I didn't like Culture Two because I didn't like the Migos, which I see now in retrospect is not the case. I I didn't like Culture Two because Culture Two was not good.
1: Yeah, I can't tell one album from the other, but I I did listen to Culture Three, and I, I I was, you know, for what it is, I was like, I can see why people will be listening to this a lot during the summer, guaranteed, guaranteed, and Papa, (laughs) and
0: not to. Not to be one of the mumble one of the mumble rap naysayers or anything and not hating on that. They did seem to enunciate more on this album. They did. I understood what they were saying. Yes. Like they were they were rapping in coherent sentences. And now you clearly know that they're not good. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: But it'll still get it'll still get some it'll some, get it done. some movement. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It'll get done. It's good. It's good outside music. It's good outside music. Now that we're approaching the post pandemic era, we understand what outside music means. Correct. Yes. People
0: trying to get out there. People trying yes. to make it happen. You're gonna hear these records played a lot. Yes. Uh, Drake cleaned them up on that one joint.
1: Yeah, he took up over half the song.
0: So he had plenty of time to clean all three of them up. Yeah. Um. Um. Let's see what else. New Megan. Thought shit. Whole album? No, no. A song? Okay. Single. Okay. Um. Uh. Album coming soon.
1: Why can't she talk about something different, man?
0: If y'all don't get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit, fam. And somebody said it on uh on on Twitter. They were like. Y'all don't tell Pooh Shiesty to stop talking about killing niggas. Hmm. <laughs> Y'all don't tell Pooh Shiesty to stop t- talking about killing niggas, and you don't tell Future to uh, go go detox off of syrup. Kanye even Kanye been rapping about Molly since two thousand and eight. The fuck are you talking about?
1: Future still stalking his exes in every song, <laughs> telling him to switch up nothing.
0: You know, and again, there's a lot of unfair things that that go towards women, especially seemingly Megan. Yeah. As a matter of fact, not for nothing. Been a lot of shootings lately. Been a lot of rappers shooting and getting shot. I noticed nobody asked for Boozy's x-rays because they didn't believe he really got shot. They also didn't care. Uh, they probably also didn't care. I'm just saying it's a it's a number of rappers that have either shot or gotten shot, and nobody was questioning whether or not it was real. It's niggas out here still think Megan didn't really get shot; it was an album rollout. And what kind of bitch shoot herself in both feet <laughs> for an album rollout? What the fuck? That y'all don't y'all weird. I tell you, I. I, I, I not to be the dead horse, I blame Kevin Zamblas for like all the shit.
1: All she has to do is show her ass, fam. And
0: that video, she certainly did. That was a that like, I thought we were I I, I thought we were watching actual flicks You talk about that shit, yeah. She definitely did. Like it was a nurse outfit with the ass out. That was that was some wild shit. Like I I I thought we were I thought we were watching all that ass thirteen real niggas know.
1: let me investigate <laughs> but that shit goes man like i fuck with it i mean i'm looking at this video and it looks like at the beginning it's a commentary about women in the workplace perhaps that that could be a thing as a relatively conservatively dressed young woman at a desk that yes also who does this, not this appear true. to be pleased with her job and there's an old, decrepit white man with an, with an old-school green screen monitor. I am going to say, that Apple IIe. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like the office is shutting down for the evening. He's eating Cheetos. Hmm. Okay, he's watching. Ah. He's watching a Megan video. He's watching a Megan video, as most old white men are prone to do. I, I mean. Whilst eating Cheetos. While eating Cheetos. Yeah. He's not
0: worried he's going to get Cheetos on his pants. I mean, (laughs) I'm just just saying. I I mean, you know, I'd be a little worried. Oh, see, he getting too comfortable. Yeah, well, he, 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 oh, hell no.
1: Oh, oh, hell no. He commented, stupid, regressive whores. Wow. Whilst unbuckling his belt. Oh, he getting interrupted. You know, he, I'm telling you, you know what time it
0: is with this shit. And they, and they make sure they get into all the conservative white men you know who that's supposed to be? That's Ben Shapiro. Ah,
1: yeah. that's the that's the real Ben Shapiro. So, I mean, I'm 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 actually watching this video without listening to the music because you know, correct? We don't want to get the podcast snatched. And it, you know, visually, she's talking about something. I don't know what y'all are mad about.
0: Like, what? It, it, I guess the thing that fucks me up is. Oh, she's oh she's a
1: she's working in sanitation. Sure, okay. there's another young lady twerking on a police car.
0: Okay, okay.
1: No, I'm just saying, like,
0: all I'm saying is, why do y'all have these expectations of people like Megan? Like, it, and it always kills me because y'all always complain that y'all want something else from Megan. There are there are rappers, women rappers no less, that rap about all the shit y'all want to hear from Megan, and y'all don't listen to them. Y'all ain't talking about Rhapsody and Tierra Whack like that. Y'all ain't. Y'all ain't talking about... No name is offended with you motherfuckers. Like, y'all want all this shit from other people, but the people that are rapping about it, y'all don't ever talk about them. Unless it's to shame people like Megan and Cardi. Y'all shame Megan and Cardi for not being more like no name and... Fucking uh, 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 Tierra Whack and these other, and 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 you know and these other rappers, and y'all can't name one meaningful lyric y'all took from
1: it. I'm gonna be honest, I missed everything you just said because there's a lot of ass. In <laughs> Let me get back on task.
0: <laughs> I
1: just, I just like. I think that's a dude but probably I just want to see the hip hop heads keep the same energy a lot of commentary in this and I mean you can, you can use sex to sell you can also use sex to to tell a story I mean this is obviously this video is obviously a rebuttal against conservative values and then trying to demean women and it's just like you know what regardless of what you think there's just going to be more ass in your face and
0: to be honest with you if they started talking about all that deep shit y'all would drag the fuck out of them yeah, y'all gatekeeper asses. Y'all would say they don't really know about the
1: oh, oh they got ghostwriters. Oh, they got a good team.
0: Y'all, y'all wouldn't take it seriously.
1: But I bet you if they made something like um, something Epsteinish, where it was uh, you know promoting fucking with little boys, y'all would be like that motherfucker's spitting.
0: I, l- listen, hmm. listen. Hmm. First of all, um, this and I always say this. This is why I don't take the hip hop head seriously. Because so much shit went off during their era that they don't that they pretend didn't happen and that they never take accountability for. I don't want to hear what y'all got to say about women talking about twerking ass Hmm. and flipping the culture that y'all created for them. They're only they're only capitalizing on the lane that y'all the only lane y'all gave them to work in. Yep. Y'all ain't looking because one this is what y'all want from them, except they're rapping. If they weren't rapping, y'all would love this shit. Right. The whole era of the video model. If this was Melissa Ford doing this shit, y'all would be sitting there beating y'all dicks to King Magazine. Wow. But she's rapping, so now it's a problem. When the strippers, even the movement with the strippers start trying to rap, they're trying to get out of that lane. They're, they're trying to get out of that lane or use that lane that y'all put them in against y'all. That's why y'all hate it. Melissa Ford. Shout out to Melissa Ford, man. Gang, gang. She ain't got a brain in her head, but she's still so fine. Don't need one. Don't need one. It's fine. Um, it, So, I don't have a problem with this at all. As a matter of fact, I think this video is fucking amazing. Again, I'm watching it on mute, I get I get what's happening here. You know? So, yeah. I, y'all can back the fuck off of Megan, Um, as far as I'm concerned. Also... Gang Gang Houston Yep We motherfucking out here Oh also uh, Actually Was this shot What Are those Houston buildings in the background I don't I Maybe That looks like That looks like downtown Man That might be downtown oh, Look at y'all I think that's downtown That might be like east downtown Wow,
1: okay, that's definitely
0: a dude though. Uh, yeah, that's a dude though. That's that's a dude. Um, okay. So, I but yeah, I just you know so Houston, Houston gang, gang. And all side notes, since I was talking about UFC earlier, uh, shout out to Houston to Houston, born and raised, uh, Megan Murphy for winning her for winning her fight mm-hmm. last night. Gang, hey, gang, motherfucking gang. She going, is she going for the crown, mama? She going for the crown. I'm ready to see it. Go. I'm ready to see her in... Uh, I think they're in the same way, class. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to see her in Nunez. Brr. Um, also, we got new French Montana. French! Um, the song is titled Fuck With Me, Get a Bag. <laughs> I wonder what it's about. <laughs> that Now, without playing it, because uh, some of the streaming services are haters, um... I can say this. French knows when it's time for outside. As a matter of fact, we know it's time for outside when French comes up with some new shit. Fuck with me, get a bag. Huh? Bitch, don't block your blessing. Huh? I already know. That's going to be a hashtag. That's going to be a meme all across Twitter this summer. I, I know it. Bitch, don't block your blessing. I already know it. Hey, That's the finesse... That's the finesse... That's the nigga that wants you to finesse him.
1: Get what you ask for. I'm a blessing blocker. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> uh, What else we got going on, man? Um, new Rory and Maul. Rory and Maul.
2: New Rory and Maul.
0: Roy and Maul put out their uh, The first episode of their podcast On Saturday The same day that Joe puts out His Saturday His, his second podcast of the week Um Wow So uh, Now there was some people on Twitter That I think maybe they didn't listen to the whole thing They were like oh this shit mid This shit ain't lit Um because they're used to a 40 year old man Screaming at the both of them For two hours My thing is this First of all I, In the history of me listening to podcasts I have never heard an inaugural episode Of a podcast That was on 12 yeah, Ever Ever Second I think we're not used to hearing Rory and Maul Get their shit off And sound lucid and, and sound lucid because they've always got Joe Right Wiling the fuck out And let's be honest Let's all be honest about a thing. Joe has some smart moments Nobody started listening to the Joe Budden podcast Because they thought Joe was the smartest motherfucker in the world Very true They wanted to hear Joe do what Joe does Which is while out and be self-destructive And shoot himself in the foot And right. say ridiculous shit All the fun stuff All the fun stuff That's what a lot of people listen to these Hangout podcasts for. They don't listen to them to be educated on shit. Now, does Joe have some moments? Sure. But that's not really what we listen to him for. And you know that more and more when you hear him with his his new B-Squad. Because Ish and Ice, they just, at least with Rory and Maul, they're adjacent to the industry That they're talking about So they have at least more Insight than the common everyday person You know uh, Rory is Producing his own groups Maul has been Adjacent to the industry Life for a lot of his life Correct Ish and Ice are regular niggas That just that. Well Ish is a business owner But a clearly conservative Republican business owner. Um who don't know shit about shit.
1: They're who don't who, they're basically me.
0: <laughs> who only what, see, but you've been in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And you know and like and like at least they they know what they know from their proximity to Joe Buddy. Yeah. Which is a skewed view to have.
1: They were called up.
0: Right. Correct. Other than that, listening to them try to try to be profound about anything in the industry. This is not it. This is not it. No. No. Not it. And I and also you have to listen to Rory and Maul to the end of the episode because they make it very clear that this is just a kind of update to let y'all know we're still here. Yep. Uh we're 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 definitely working on our own content. They've made it clear that they want to do things other than just than just sit there and talk shit. Um, they say they've got video. They've got some visuals going on. They say they want to travel and meet some people. And I think that is going to be a very interesting take in the post-Joe Budden era for them. Yeah. Where we really get to see them stretch out and we get to see their personalities aside from... Disagreeing with Joe's ridiculous shit, you know. Yeah. So I think people just have to hold on. And again, I've never, I've never heard of a first episode of anybody's podcast. I was like, damn, I'm gonna be back next week. That shit <laughs> lit, bro. Yeah. So you give it some time. Um, I support it. I, th- I think it was fine. I, I could probably listen to them long term, just from what I heard. We'll see. So, there's a we'll see on it. Um, You know, shout out to KD for (laughs) securing that bag for them. Um, I guess that's a good place to take a break. All right. Uh, We'll take a break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Sober Conversation with the least least. sober team in podcasting. That is no more true than it is now. Yes. I am there. Uh, Pour up. (laughs) And we are back. Yeah! We are black. We are opinionated. I am lit. Screwdriver.
2: Screwdrivers.
0: Screwdrivers. Screwdrivers. Bad decisions begin with shots. Oh, I should remind you to get your merch. Get it. We got uh I am new I am the culture shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, little name tag shirts for you. Uh, we got that available in, uh, we got those available for shirts, for tanks. Yes. Um, I think, did we do, was there drinkware there? Got mugs. Got mugs, got stickers, got buttons. Got uh, pouches, journals. The pouches are lit. Yeah. The pouches and the journals are lit. We got every way you can support us over there. Uh, get your merch. Get your merch and be sure to uh, post that on social media. Tag us. Um, let people know that you too are the culture. Yes. Personal personalize your blackness. Yes. That is the theme for that uh design. Personalize your blackness. Get a marker, write your name there. Hello, my name is So and So, and I am the culture. Uh shout out to David Santiago. Uh he he just got his merch. He just posted it on so on the socials. Let's go. Um, I did not realize the bitch the the bitch get some science in your life is going to be so popular. That that is hilarious. Hey man, um, you got to know your people. That's all. <laughs> um, did I mention? Oh, that, did I mention? Uh, did we talk about Kevin Samuels the bedgate? Yeah, not no. Kevin Samuels got caught. Well, I won't say got caught. He caught himself. Kevin Samuels was doing his program. And he cuts to what looks like a, a large man in his bed. Um, sound I, asleep. Sound asleep. He cut away from it quickly, and he didn't really give a, a sound explanation for it. Oh, that was just somebody in the Zoom. Why were you on Zoom with a man with a with a man who looked like he was half naked in bed? Yeah. Why was the camera on that man anyway? Why was the camera? There was a lot of questions there that have not gotten fully answered. Yeah. Um, So people are assuming things that they pretty much already assumed about Kevin Samuels to start with. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm not going to make a long thing about this because there's not really much to say there. But I don't care. If Kevin Samuels turns out to be gay or bi or whatever, I don't care. I don't care. Um, I can talk about the fact that he's a scumbag completely independent from that. What's funny to me is the backlash and the trolling that people are clearly doing to the followers who have done these mental gymnastics to
1: explain away the man in Kevin Samuel's bed. There's definitely a history, though, of men who are hyper, hyper misogynistic, hyper chauvinistic, um, and very homophobic. Ooh, who turn out to also be gay?
0: Who turn out who have secrets? Correct. Yeah.
1: Um, um, and usually the yeah the the
0: the the Venn diagram between misogyny and
1: homophobia almost completes a circle. Yeah, and you, know, um, you couple that with some of the um, uh, we'll say more feminine photographs that have surfaced of him from the past. Correct. And uh, the fact that he's a kappa. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: I, and, and here's my thing. I'm not as... And, 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 you know, Kevin Samuels thinks what he thinks, but he's like 52. I expect a 52-year-old nigga uh, to have these, uh, these old-school, uh, chauvinistic, he-man, woman-hater thoughts in his
1: head. He's 52. And like he's an old school 52 I mean without saying too much My father's generation Is kind of that way But a little different You know fair enough Their misogyny is a little different From his And my thing is that comes from a place of competition I believe (laughs) (laughs) Y'all women are taking all the good
0: (laughs) God damn it So, my, but no, seriously, my thing is that I just think it's hilarious that the fuck nigga coalition is doing all these middle gymnastics to defend him. It's like, oh, you guys are being homophobic. They're not being homophobic. They're just trolling y'all because if this was anybody else, y'all would be acting hella homophobic about it. Yep. So it's one of these things where it's no fun when the rabbit has the gun. (laughs) Wow. You know, so it's just nice to see the tables turned a little bit. Also I no I won't I won't go too far into the question of his sexuality. If he is what he is, I think that makes his advice twice as ridiculous as it's been. Um that makes and, and that kind of makes his disciples and loyal subjects twice as ridiculous for following it. Cause y'all are very much following somebody who is secretly the antithesis of everything they stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I saw a TikTok where one where a gay dude was basically like, "We don't really out people, but when they're but when they're as much of a problem as Kevin Samuels is, uh, I think we shouldn't have that rule anymore." And welcome to the family. So that was hilarious. Um, that's all my. That's all my. Uh, that's that's my whole little spiel on well dressed Squidward. Yeah, SpongeBob. Um, it is time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Gotta love that song every time. Uh, uh, I think one of our listeners, Sadina, was like, "Where can I get that? I need that for my, I need that for my ringtone." <laughs> I got you, Sadina. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Um. Let's see what's been going on in the world of white people. Oh, this isn't a major thing. Chris Harrison (laughs) will not be returning to The Bachelor in any form or fashion. At first, there was just the announcement that he wouldn't be coming back to Bachelor in Paradise, which is basically Bachelor Island. (laughs) Why do I have a fucking island now? (laughs) Bachelor, the challenge. (laughs) Uh, So they get old Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants over there and shit. So, the rumor there was that he not only was he not going to be there, was that he was being replaced by David Spade.
1: From SNL? Yes. Yeah. That Joe Durte? Joe Durte. Okay. Uh, yeah. Interesting choice. He's
0: going to be one of many guest hosts that they'll be rotating. Okay. I can see that a little bit, I guess. Um, the Bachelor... The, the, the best has been going on for a long time. It has, and I think they're looking for. Um,
1: I've never watched one season.
0: I literally only watched probably the last three or four episodes of the Matt James season. Um, apparently, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga really is getting back with that racist white bitch. Why not? He really is. I, I, I wow, and he's making, and he's really trying to make that beard a thing. He glued that shit on, bro. Yeah. I, niggas who don't wear socks are weird. Anyway, um, Chris Harrison has not returned to The Bachelor at all. He's gone from the franchise. The funny thing about this is that apparently they had to give him this ridiculous like, $25 million payout or something so he wouldn't tell all the shit that he knows. Oh, well. Because when you've been with The Bachelor from the beginning, you know where all the bodies are buried.
1: I'll take it. But you know what?
0: That makes sense. Because if Ryan Seacrest, I don't know if he's, is Ryan Seacrest still doing
1: American Idol? No idea. Okay. Is American Idol still doing American Idol? Yes. Okay. Yes. It,
0: way different people. I think the only person that's still there is Randy.
1: Oh, I thought Randy, di- damn, I thought Randy died. My <laughs> <No>. bad. <laughs> Sir. Sorry, that's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> No, I really, I really thought Randy, I didn't really thought Randy was dead, man. Oh. <laughs> damn! No, bro. <laughs> R.I.P. Randy Jackson Johnson.
0: Oh, Jackson, Jackson.
1: Jackson.
0: Uh, uh, oh man, my bad, man. I didn't mean to. I. But that's like if Ryan Seacrest stopped doing American Idol. Yeah. I'm assuming he's still doing American Idol. <sighs> um, Ryan Seacrest ain't never met a bag he turned down. Um, But like And so When you've been with it From the beginning From day one You know where the bodies are buried I know this Because Remember when When American Idol started And it was Ryan Seacrest And that other dude And that other dude Just mysteriously Disappeared the next season Sure It was a It was a It was a short Less charismatic Less Ryan Seacrest Looking Dark haired dude Zac Efron No yeah. <laughs> and when he when he left it wasn't long after that that he started telling what he knew about American Idol and how that shit was set up and where the bodies were buried I remember that they interviewed him and he was like and he was like and he was like the producers were telling him to make the kids cry and he was like these kids have probably never been on TV before and have never been in front of a large audience like this and you want me and their heart's broken, you want me to break their heart further? And the
1: producer was like, you goddamn right I do. Meanwhile, Terry Crews will tap dance in any direction <laughs> you want him to. <laughs> oh. i will make the kids cry, bro. <laughs> You want to see me make my titties jump,
2: boss? I too am a victim, boss.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm too drunk for this shit. Harvey Weinstein Grab my balls Oh no Too far
0: Oh man Too far Well you know Speaking of that Chris Harrison When he had to Negotiate his exit From The Bachelor He he got the same dude That negotiated Gabrielle Union's Little payout From America's Got Talent When they tried to When they tried to Get her fucked up On that racist shit Yeah So we know he got the maximum bag allotted. Hey, get what you got to get. You know, everybody don't get the Gabrielle Union exit special. Uh, It costs a lot. It costs a lot for me to go back home and do nothing but uh, uh, eat my husband's ass. Yep.
1: Well, hmm. I'm just saying. Wow. Okay.
0: Uh, What else is going on? Jeffrey Tubin is coming back from suspension um, on CNN.
1: She really does admit to eating that nigga's ass. She did.
0: She did. That's not, that. Look, look. That's what they do. That's what they do in they, in their bedroom, man. You know, um, I, I, I got nothing for you. I, I don't know what to tell you. I
1: just Jeffrey Tubin.
0: Jeffrey Tubin is back from suspension. Um, for those of you who don't remember, uh, back when everybody was zooming the news, uh, Jeffrey Tubin got caught up masturbating on camera. And got suspended for it.
1: That is amazing.
0: What's amazing to me is that masturbating on camera is just a suspendable offense when you're white.
1: I was to say, yeah.
0: Because I'm telling you right now, if Don Lemon was beating his dick on CNN, he'd be the fuck out of here.
1: Well, that's because Don Lemon is gay. <laughs> Masturbation is only bad when you're gay.
0: It's true. When you're, and then it's gay, and, and then gay and black, they gotta get, they'd have to get him the fuck out of there. Mm. Uh, what kills me about the, I, again, just, just suspension, that's wild. Sure, I, I see it in desperate. That's what it is. Well, Trump's not in office, so so they don't
1: have a lot to talk about. They need something to talk about. You know, I check in on I check. I don't, I don't remember the last time I even watched CNN. You know, they had to they had to come down on uh, Chris Cuomo for advising his brother on how to handle allegations. You know, Bruh like is CNN's that, doing it wrong. Like, is that newsworthy? I mean, CNN's doing
0: it wrong because if it was me executive producing over there, I'd give them a whole segment Cuomo and Cuomo. Yeah. Those are two motherfuckers that when you have when you have one and you know if you have one, you got the other, I'd, I'd give them a solid 15-minute segment to get their shit off at the top of the block. Can get I, y'all shit off and just argue, bro.
1: I would be like Don Lemon. Can we go back to the pre-woke Don Lemon? Just go back to the sellout Don Lemon just, just for like four years and make the shit interesting again. Isn't woke Don Lemon getting a little... Well, it doesn't work again. These things don't work outside of the age of Trump. Yeah, because <laughs> well, woke Don has getting a little full of himself. Yeah, he you know
0: he getting, he kind of on he 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 he's starting to smell himself a little hard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's not what we really signed up for. We glad to, you saw the light, but that's not yeah. really entertainment. I
1: need him to be need him to be misinformed and problematic again. You know, okay, maybe not misinformed,
0: but I do want him to start some shit though. It's so
1: much more fun.
0: Though. Start some shit. I mean really start some shit. Like, that's what's been missing from the woke Don Lemon. If you go going to be out here, you see Anderson don't care. True. Start some shit with these motherfuckers. Get tough with these niggas, man. Like, I remember, I remember when MSNBC used to be on it. Chris Matthews, Lawrence O'Donnell, they took no shit. They were woke a little bit, but they didn't take any shit. They don't have an enemy, though. And they don't have an enemy. Except maybe... Black people? Shout out to Melissa Harris Perry. I, I I check in on MSNBC. It's never sat right with me how they did Melissa Harris Perry and Alex Wagner. Never. It's like one day they just decided we're just going to get all the color out of MSNBC. Yeah. And just make Rachel Maddow the, the spokesperson
1: for this shit again. Rachel Maddow, Rodan Farrow. Diversity met
0: Ronan Farrow (laughs) He was on the documentary On the Woody Allen documentary Yeah Yeah I forgot he sold I I forgot he sold that whole story out for a bag Yeah Um So yeah Jeffrey Tubin coming back From beating his dick (laughs) On camera
1: You said coming back (laughs) God damn it I'm 13 (laughs) It's a little out there Um (laughs)
0: I guess people have done worse. Who was the dude that, that had hookers? The bald dude with the hookers. I know you know who I'm talking about. On CNN? And he was on CNN for a minute. Elliot Spitzer. Ooh. Elliot Spitzer had whole hoes in his house. I mean and got his job and not only not only got the fuck out, got a got a primetime CNN spot that was Elliot Spencer show was and he was on his shit too I see mean. we gotta get them kind of motherfuckers back this is why th- again we know cancel culture isn't really a thing but the people that they've gotten the fuck, this is why we gotta get some of these loony motherfuckers on the left side back that's how I feel we do We need to get some of these motherfuckers back to counteract the fuckery on the right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Elliot Spencer was also governor, though. He was a governor. He was a governor, yeah. I mean, do hookers really affect your job performance, though? (laughs) Not according to William Jefferson Clinton. Uh, (laughs) Not
0: according (laughs) to the legend, William Jefferson Clinton. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we still haven't gotten a proper explanation for why he was in them pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. With a chick with a chick that looks like Stephanie from Full House.
1: Nope, I'm going to keep my comment to myself. <laughs> oh, shit. My Moving comment. on. Yeah. <laughs> I had something I was going to say, but it, yeah. Greg Abbott was
0: fucking, he'd been fucking up left and right in the land of white people oh. fucking up. Uh, he just signed the 1836 project in the law. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the 1836 project is a movement um, on the part of Texas legislation to implement "quote unquote" more patriotic education about Texas, uh, which means that they won't be discussing slavery. What's different from what they do now? I mean, because they talk about Juneteenth, because Juneteenth is a thing down here in Texas.
1: Yeah, so much like everybody else who took Texas history in the seventh grade, I don't remember any oh, bars yeah. about yeah. slavery or Juneteenth or anything like that. You are correct. There was probably a single paragraph that was like, oh, by the way, there was some slavery shit. That shit was over in June 19th, yeah. 1836. All right, we're good, though. You are correct. So you are correct. I, that, it, it's a distraction because the, the GOP right now has this whole campaign in full swing to, to remove any talk of critical race theory from the educational system. And right. I'm like, honestly, it's not even being taught. Like, for decades, black people have been telling y'all, we haven't been taught shit about the black experience in history class. This is true. So what the fuck are y'all trying to ban? Y'all trying to ban some shit that doesn't exist yet? Yeah. Please point me towards these critical race theory classes that y'all were teaching all over the place so that I can see this shit. I didn't even learn that in college, to be right. honest with you. So they're just they're just they're just making up an enemy to fight against to keep the people fired up to the true. midterms. This is true. Fuck Greg Abbott. Fuck any nigga whose greatest enemy is a street curb. You know what I'm God saying? Damn it! What? Fuck any nigga who has to wear a seatbelt on a park swing.
0: <sighs> oh, oh no! Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. oh, one of our listeners called him
0: Governor Loveless. Like the dude from Wild Wild West.
1: Oh, oh, oh y'all ain't right. Modoc, y- M- Governor Modoc <laughs> M- in his bitch. <laughs> oh
0: shit. Oh man, y'all ain't right. Um, shit. he also he also signed some legislation where he is banning businesses, uh, from uh, Texas businesses from requiring vaccine information, uh, from uh, employee employees or I guess some customers. Depending on the establishment, uh, he really is just
1: trying to erase well, any kind of will, knowledge of the pandemic. I will all. say, I will say, there's a fine line in that, though. There's a fine line in that, um, because, and I know this, and, and I'll, I'll give you a specific example. Okay, um, when it comes to workplace discrimination based on, um. Health conditions. Okay. That's actually that's actually a real thing. Like I have a friend mm-hmm. who has type one diabetes and years ago he was he he filed a claim because he was he was he had some kind of issue with his employer like trying to deny him health coverage because of a pre existing condition when it was you know like there, there's that's a that's wrong. There's that's a that's wrong. Barrier. Excuse me. And, and and the the slippery slope that comes in now is if a vaccine disclosure is required, what does that eventually open up to? You know, what other things have to be disclosed? Will people have to disclose whether or not they have STDs? Eventually,
0: and eventually, people are going to have to take some kind of action, right? Based on that knowledge, correct. An understandable. I think this is a. I think this is a unique situation because it's a matter of public health and safety. Understood. You know what I mean? Like that's a, like that's a matter of like now you have, because you have to take into account, do I have anybody that is more susceptible or less susceptible to COVID on my staff? Am I more or less susceptible to COVID? You're taking a lot of people's health and safety into account Yeah, because of vaccine information. And I feel like banning it all together, and it's and it's complicated, and it is a slippery slope, like you're saying. But I feel like banning, requiring it, or asking for it all together is throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I feel yeah. like there's got to be a better way to engage with that. Yeah, it's
1: it's kind of it's, it's pretty tricky, to be honest. Mm. Um, I, I I feel like what he's saying is like if y'all gonna do that, the state's not gonna be responsible for it. That's basically what he's saying. Like that's fair. If y'all want to do that, y'all could do that. It's not going to be on me. Meanwhile, though, he is pushing forward to build a border wall, which is going to cost forty-six million dollars per mile. These people with these with this fucking wall, but won't put any money back into our grid. Won't get us off
0: of the ERCOT grid, which which is a flawed system we see now. Because now. It, Remember when we remember when you never heard of ERCOT Yeah. Now you get now you see tweets from ERCOT every every few weeks. It's going to get hot. I suggest everybody turn everybody turn their AC up to 75. Um yeah, you so y'all know what to do. Opinionswhileblack.com. We'll be back. <laughs> With your listener letters in the top three STFUs. (sighs) This is Houston's most savage podcast and probably becoming the most problematic, too. (laughs) Pour up. (laughs) (sighs) We are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and we are. If, if we didn't have the password to this shit, we'd be canceled by oh, now. Oh man, this is why. This is this is what it's like when we drink in the in the. Thir- you know, and I ain't even do our shout shout out to the new listeners, man. What the fuck are y'all doing here? <laughs> I, better question: What the fuck are y'all still doing here? Uh, um, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the day one listeners. Um, shout out to everybody that has supported that has supported us. If, if this is your last time listening to the podcast, shout out to you Thank you for the click.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, man. If I Greg Abbott snaps, push them over the edge. <laughs> oh, we ain't right. It is.
0: It is time for the listener letters. Um, I do have. I do have one uh, that I want to uh, jump in the mailbag for. Want to double check on Instagram. Very rarely do we get mailbag shit on Instagram. Um, every time see, this is what gets me fucked up. Every time I go to the last. Oh! Well, we did have people's critic. Oh, what up, Tim? Funny thing is, we covered this. <laughs> did Kevin Samuels have a man in his bed and was it a high value man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. I like that. <laughs> We should ask him that uh, We did We did touch on this Now is it a high value man We don't know We don't know But we do One thing we do know Is that Kevin Samuels Is definitely into What they call bears mm. Which is uh, Big hairy niggas That are bigger than you mm. um, So That makes Kevin Samuels What a power bottom Yes bitch <laughs> I always wondered about that If he was What if he a top or a bottom Probably a bottom He's a capitalist, so I'm, maybe.
1: I am not qualified to speak.
0: Yeah. I just... most Kappas I know are power bottoms. Man. Shout out to Billy Sorrells. <clears throat> um We had another one that I'm looking for. Um I wanted to, I you know, I wanted to Oh, that was what it was. Um DJ Macedonia from uh what is it? Uh B SOTS, both uh-huh. sides of the surface. Uh-huh. He wanted to he wanted to shout us out why. He wanted to shout us out, oh here it is. Five damn days. Five long days, and at the end of the fifth, you're rolling in like, hey. hey. You could have knocked me over with a feather in the laundromat this morning when I heard that D. Randall was partially was partially responsible for George Bush doesn't care about black people by the almighty K.O. Wow. Wow. I I closed out one of my first podcast episodes to that tune. That cut was everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was an interesting time. Uh, (laughs) I think I've talked about it before. It was, uh, one of the first songs to truly go viral. This is pre Twitter, pre Facebook, pre most social media. Yep. Um, Got a lot of calls from a lot of radio stations and news outlets. Um, we were awarded the stupid fucking niggers awards by some racist site that eventually got taken down. That was a distinct honor. Um, Breitbart? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was no, it was just literally somebody's blog. Ah, got you. Um, the 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 best. The, one of the most interesting things that came out of it was like I I had my personal phone number out there as the contact because I, I wasn't scared. And I got a call. It was like at 11 o'clock in the morning on a weekday. I was at mm. work. And I got a call. You know, I answered like I normally do. I was like, hey, this is Damien. And the, the guy he sounded like a young guy. He, he kind of started a little bit. He was like, oh, uh, oh, uh I was looking for um, KO. I was like, yeah, this is Damien from KO. Oh, uh, I did, I didn't actually expect... Anyone to answer I was going to leave a message I was like okay what were you going to say <laughs> Well this is kind of awkward now Because I didn't actually expect anyone To answer and I was like Okay hey, what were you going to say Oh he was about to drop some hot shit Yeah and so he was like well I I, 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 I don't really know how to put it but uh, Well here's my thing I I voted for George Bush oh, and." shit I don't think he's racist, and I, I just, I just want—I don't understand why you made a song saying that he doesn't—that he doesn't like black people. I said, "Was that exactly the way that you were going to word it in the voice message?" Well, no. I said, "Okay." I said, "Do you have about five minutes to talk about it?" And he was like, "I—I I really did not expect this at all." I said, "Well, if, in case you didn't have background on the song, the song was a satirical look at." The, the response of the government to the Katrina uh, incident. Right. And Because it took these motherfuckers a week to get water to the Superdome? Right. And, and told from the perspective of people that were out there. And said, you know, you have to understand, living in Houston, we had people who were, who were transplanted. Yeah, from transplanted there. from that. And we actually did some volunteer work in the Astrodome where a lot of them were transplanted to. And we're hearing firsthand stories about what they went through. And so that song was really based on first-hand accounts of what they thought and what they experienced. So that's how people felt. Oh, I never, I never, really, I never really thought about it in that way. I just, I just wish that there was a way that you, know, that you guys could have made it that wasn't as incendiary. And I said, well, if we did that, you wouldn't have heard the you song. You wouldn't have heard it. And you and I would not be having this conversation right now.
0: You have to... you. <clears throat> You you need dramatic examples To shake people out of apathy Yeah You have to You have to shock people In the in the, in the words of um, Shout out to my man Noah Rattler um, You have to shock somebody When you shock somebody Your mind goes blank And you have no choice You're mm-hmm. in a position where you have no choice But to listen and really
1: take in what's going on And the way that conversation ended though Was pretty cool Um because he goes, he says, "Well, you know, thank you for." He said, "Thank you for actually taking the time to talk to me about it." It's, he says, "It's just kind of weird that that people are actually willing to talk about things." Correct. And you know, I just reiterated to him. I said, if, I, "I said, I, I do believe that most of us have more in common than than we think we do, and a lot of times it just takes an open ended conversation to to realize that." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually checking out you guys' website right now. You guys have some pretty cool music." And he actually bought some stuff. Little oh, shit! At the end of that conversation, Little redneck boy from Michigan, where well, he was shit. from. Well, shit! There you go. You know that was that was a very interesting time. You know, being interviewed by Harry Allen, the media assassin. Oh, oh, let's go! That was a, that was a that was a very good interview. But I was I was intimidated. In fact, let's give the, the Almighty KO round of applause,
0: changing some hearts and minds out here. Thank you. Nothing has changed, though. (laughs) Nothing. Um, David Santiago, on the the topic of actually just sent us, he put it in the comments. that He just sent us a picture of him uh, in his bitch get get some science in your life shirt. Yes. um, Just standing next to what looks
1: like the Brooklyn Bridge. Hey. I'm here for it. When Uh, we we run for whatever office in 2028, that's our platform.
0: Bitch get some science in your (laughs) life. And, if this, and, and and because this is Texas And we're going to be getting the 1836 project out of here Just get some history in your life while you're at it Ugh, man. Get some fucking history in
1: your life I think history is going to be Like illegal in Texas at some point Oh god damn it <laughs> just, just all the way illegal Nothing happened before today
0: <laughs> just, Nothing happened before Our lord and savior uh, Rick Perry <laughs> Oh, and, and just just because he's been out of spotlight for a while, just a quick reminder: um, fuck Rick Perry, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you all. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, David. Uh, thank you, Jason, aka Macedonia. Um, thank you all for your listener letters, uh, opinionswhileblack dot You know what to do um, opinionswhileblack at gmail All the social medias. Um, go to the website You'll know Make
1: donations Buy some merch Send Greg Abbott An opinions while black bumper sticker <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, You know I will
0: make a biscuit Some history in your life shirt If y'all send it to Greg Abbott uh. <laughs> Um, It is time for the top three STFUs Shut the fuck up Who are the three people In America That need to shut the fuck up Number three I do this one with a heavy heart It's Van Lathan What? Van Lathan It was all good just a week ago It was all good just a week ago And don't get me wrong This is one I do with love Because Van Lathan I should just point out The host uh, um, formerly of TMZ The host of the Higher Learning Podcast With Rachel Lindsay is one of my favorite podcasts each week um, This is somebody who is uh, Doing content Educational but entertaining content Of the highest caliber That uh, most podcasters Including and especially myself Do not have the range uh, Nor the patience of spirit uh, To do Having said that This motherfucker really said on his platform last week that That Whataburger was trash What? So He put up a poll What? Whataburger versus Raising Canes. Because he's Raising Canes was started in Baton Rouge and he too is from Baton Rouge. So he has to go up for his home team. And he said that Whataburger was trash and that the burgers were and and that the burgers were cold and dry. Listen I love Van Lathan. I love any black podcaster that is out here holding us down, really doing the work, fighting for us. All the time, all the time. So I salute this man. However, this is a Texas podcast. God damn it! This is a Texas-based podcast, and the Whataburger slander will not suffice. I am I am sick and tired of you outsiders trying to sell me bullshit like raising canes, in and out, fucking. What, isn't there a fat burger here now? No, better not be. Okay, I heard there was a fat burger here. Uh, I, there's an In-N-Out in like Third Ward, I think, now.
1: There's a couple of them. Uh, I, I, man, look. This will, this will not suffice.
0: This is not it. This is not it.
1: Y'all gonna stop coming for Whataburger, man. I am so sick of this shit. Y'all gonna stop coming for Whataburger. We, and
0: Raising Canes?
1: Raising Canes, look, first of all,
0: your whole menu is chicken, chicken,
1: and chicken with bread. <laughs> Chicken strips. This is
0: not it. This is not it.
1: The only time I go to Raising Cane's is when the line at Chick-fil-A is too long. And they got what? Oh,
0: oh, well, we give you we give your dogs doggy treats. The doggy treats probably taste like shit, too.
1: Yeah, it's the same shit as your goddamn chicken strips.
0: <laughs> Y'all got chicken, chicken strips, and chicken strips with bread. What the fuck? It ain't even Texas
1: toast. No, they got they got coleslaw though.
0: Let, let, let me explain something to you. KFC found out the hard way <laughs> when coleslaw <laughs> is sold as a serious orderable side. Coleslaw is a garnish. You right? have gone astray. <laughs> coleslaw is a garnish
1: at best. That's at the name of this best. episode
0: too. Because at best, it's a salad dressing delivery system. <laughs> Hit it with something. Yeah at best what the <laughs> fuck i could have understood i could and then all I'm, I'm sick of all, you know all these outside burgers trying to break in to the burger game in texas first of all most of y'all burgers when they get to texas are immediately considered sliders yes let's start there second raisin Cane's fries were immediately Exit them from the conversation How do you mess up crinkle fries Y'all don't season them shits Joints cold Bro at least five guys Seasons their fries I mean quite heavily (laughs) And they give you way too many of them (laughs) They just start start Shoving fries (laughs) in the bag bro They just start shoving them shits in the bag. But at least they season the
1: motherfuckers. Like they, like they trying to get rid of fries at Five Guys.
0: Bruh, they man, they trying to get rid of high blood pressure niggas. That's what they're trying to do. Let me tell you something. At Five Guys at least gets to be a part of the conversation. Them motherfuckers, there's some big, and, and what puts them in the conversation is them some big sloppy burgers. Yeah. Some big sloppy, what I call three napkin burgers. You gotta eat them within the first five minutes. That's a fact. That's a fact. They don't age well. Maybe because they come from real meat. Hmm. Looking at you, McDonald's, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's a lot now now if y'all wanna have the chicken sandwich wars or whatever, that's y'all business. And even then, raising canes it really chicken strips between bread. Like y'all don't even like y'all. If y'all want to have the chicken sandwich wars or the chicken wars, that's a different thing. But when we talking about a real burger, a real holding in your damn two hands burger, we talking about what a burger here in Texas, motherfucker. Y'all gonna stop coming for us. Y'all gonna quit that shit. That shit gonna come to an end. And I'm looking at you too, Shake Shack. Y'all got a little comfortable too with your slider looking ass burgers. <laughs> There waffles bigger than the motherfuckers. What the fuck is wrong with... Shake Shack got the... I knew Shake Shack was bullshit when I ordered chili cheese fries. And they handed me a basket of fries. One of them little salad dressing cups yep. of cheese. Yep. And another one of chili. Yeah. And some wooden popsicle stick <laughs> with two prongs in it. That I'm supposed to spread this shit on with. Mm-mm. In Texas, Nothing. when you order chili cheese fries, if I see the fries.
1: <laughs> you don't have enough.
0: You don't have, you've gone astray and you've, and, and, and you've fucked me out of my $3.50. At
1: least Ruckers has it right. Ruckers would just let you pump that shit to your heart's delight. Yes, we may lead the nation in obesity and hypertension. But god damn it, we gonna have more chili and cheese and fries. Don't even don't even try it with Texas, where food is a fucking tourist attraction.
0: It may be the only tourist attraction. So I love you, Van Lathan. And keep doing the good work you're doing out here. The community the community needs you. The black media community needs you. We all need you. But in the, when it comes to food, stay out of Texas, bro. Shut the fuck up! Don't even do it. Rachel tried to Rachel Lindsay tried to set you straight, and you wouldn't listen. Maybe you'll listen to this. Shut the fuck up. Number two, number two is Caitlyn Jenner. So, Caitlyn Jenner, as we know, it wants to ascend to governor of California, and her platform um, so far consists of sucking Donald Trump's dick. Um, how how does she want to do that? By taking the trillion dollars worth of high speed rail money That's supposed to go into our transportation infrastructure Across the country And put it towards the border wall Again with this border wall shit I am sick of this shit so First I, of all quit, Even if y'all build a border wall They just go build a higher ladder People that want to get into this motherfucker are going to get into this motherfucker. A
1: higher ladder or a deeper tunnel. Or a fucking catapult. One way or the other. Somebody tell Bruce Bruce. Oh, shit. If she's ever driven from LA to San Francisco, that's not a fun drive. That's not a fun drive, and it's kind of. That's a short wall. Put a rail between that bitch. Yeah, they they got a very small border at California. Like, which is why I'm like, why the fuck do y'all even. Why the fuck do you think. That, that little bit of
0: border Puts y'all in the conversation Let Greg let Greg Abbott, Abbott Shut the fuck up by himself And my other thing is this It's that It's, it, and it's not even the border wall Because y'all are going to chant and scream And cry about the border wall To your heart's content No matter what we say to you It's the fact that y'all want to take the high speed rail money This This country used to be known for building ridiculous awesome things that people came the world over to see because they didn't know that men could or and women, sorry, could build such things. Well, Niagara Falls, not Niagara Falls, what am I saying? The Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam was one of the great innovations of the century at that time.
1: But There's no more slavery So (laughs) Shit (laughs) Now now that white people Have to actually build shit themselves Notice it don't get done (laughs) They they don't have black people And Japanese people To fuck with now
0: You show motherfucking Right about that Speak on it So You know And now that we don't Have those things Y'all are grasping At straws About a fucking wall there's nothing amazing about a fucking wall. As a matter of fact, the last wall that anybody ever considered amazing, they tore it down in the eighties. Cause they were sick of that shit. The Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall, that's Berlin. correct. Uh Daily Double for you. Um and also, not only do we not innovate in these in these kind of projects anymore, we're actually behind the rest of the world. High speed light rail need, Is what we need to bring this country together Affordable transportation And nobody's gonna argue With affordable transportation Now that outside is open And everything is more Outside is just generally more expensive altogether And that people paying these crack prices For fucking uh, plane tickets now Nobody's like, like we're supposed to be doing that bullet train From Houston to Dallas Sure. I, I now, granted, I don't know who needs to get to Dallas that quickly
1: or why, unless they're doing a the drug deal. But you know, <laughs> good for them. In theory, you could live in Houston and work in Dallas, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. We can just take all their jobs. I, I was going I only go to Dallas to get money, and I come right back. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair.
0: Um, but that's the kind of shit we need. That's the kind of shit that we need to put. The, you know when New York and the East Coast are ahead of everybody else in transportation that's kind of it's awesome but that's also kind of fucking sad because every time I look up MTA is fixing some shit down there and nobody knows why yeah and and the commute is delayed by an hour and then they jacking the prices up out there yeah. and that is the leading innovator in transportation in America that's a goddamn shame, and they still have two fare areas. So then you want a dollar cab? Have I ever explained? The, have I explained a dollar cab on this podcast? I don't think you have. A dollar cab. If you if you're old enough in in Houston or in the South, you'll remember they called it a jitney. But in two fare areas where you have to like get one fare to catch the bus to somewhere where you have to catch the train mm-hmm. and pay another fare. Um, there are dollar cabs, which are kind of, which are kind of this kind of civilian thing where somebody, this is my experience with it. Shout out to the brass, uh, Remy and Dave. Uh, basically, you stand on the corner and there is a, a van. They've progressed since then. There's a van that pulls up uh, with a large Jamaican man or a large West Indian man uh, blasting reggae, walk, walk. um With a with his his nationality of West Indian, the flag will be tied on the exhaust pipe, <laughs> and you just get in. What do we boy come out? For play. you open the door and get in, and he has a, a because he's in the driver's seat. He has a large rope tied to the door, so he just pull that bitch shut. Because he doesn't have the little button that just closes <laughs> it for you, and he takes you down, let's say Utica Avenue, um, uh, to like Utica and uh, Eastern Parkway where you catch the train, I guess. Club. Um, across from that old Chase Building with all the with all the cabbies who just sit on the corner and talk shit, <laughs> and you hand him a couple of dollars because you just he just took you a, fl- a few blocks, and that's that, and that is the is new york the beacon of transportation in america and this is what we have to catch up to so yes fe, so yes light rail light rail and high speed rail across cities and states might be a little necessary i would love to go to i would love to go to new york take a day stop off and stop off in Boston to see my sis and come back not Boston Philly Philly oh and come back it's hard to do that cuz trains are getting more expensive i always trying to find a way to put you on a train oh yeah and Caitlyn Jenner is worried about a fucking wall it's always the southern wall y'all y'all only ever worried about the mexicans Y'all only ever worried About the Mexicans Y'all ain't never worried About the Canadians
1: Well he's just trying To keep out the Jenner Kardashian Dating pool <laughs> That's all it is <laughs> God damn She I'm sorry I said he She She
0: She Correct sorry. Correct We don't want to misgender. Sorry We don't want to misgender. Trans community doesn't deserve that Um. Having said that But her face looks the same Sorry Caitlyn Jenner gotta get The fuck up out of here Nah, I mean, you know, there are some jokes we can make and some jokes we cannot. Um, Because we do love and adore the trans community as well. Caitlyn Jenner got to get the fuck up out of here, though.
1: Shut
0: the fuck up! That is is a spokesperson that, from my experience, talking to these people, that the LGBT community did not ask for. She could have kept that shit um, to herself. Um, And the number one person who should shut the fuck up is Vice President Kamala Harris. Oh,
1: man.
0: Man, I'm so, man, it's, you know what? <clears throat> Maybe it's my regular ass. It's always, the, it's always the fine ones that are a piece of shit. Always. Every time. It's always the fine ones that got the most ridiculous, spineless shit to say. It's because y'all be giving them a pass. It's true. You're right. You're right. This, yeah. this, this in part, describes my love life. Yeah. Um, so Kamala Harris made a speech in what Guatemala, sure, hell, yeah, this is what makes it so ridiculous. Guatemala she really told Guatemalan refugees, if the shit pop off, don't come to the border. do not come, don't come to America, do not come. If the shit pop off, stay where you are, don't come to America. This is egregious. This is egregious and just tone deaf, and the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Because imagine a country that destabilized your country, telling you not to come here when the shit, when the consequences from them destabilizing you blow up in everyone's face. America has spent quite a bit of CIA resources. And time and money over some years destabilizing Guatemala. Yeah. Imagine Imagine me accidentally setting your house on fire and then telling you, well, don't come to my don't come, house. Don't come to mine. Don't come. You ain't staying
1: here. You still got the match in your hand. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I don't use my water hose either. No. Yeah. Mm
0: this is and and this is this is textbook. I can't even I can't even say that she doesn't have PR people because this is honestly how America works. This is just how they fucking roll now. If the, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want in your country and when the shit pops off, don't come crying to us uh-uh. about some shit that we did. I have exes that are like this. I have exes that are exactly fucking like this suck another man's dick and then when and then when I tell you to go fuck yourself that's no. my fault oh are you kidding me that seemed personal they pull all the shit in the world and then when I say you know what you know what I don't fuck with you no more that's my fault and you bringing up some shit that I that I probably didn't even do
1: mm.
0: sounds like therapy I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying it's a lot of lack of accountability going on. And this has become, it's really sad that this has become the book on America. I can't even say become the book on America. This has been the book on America.
1: This is who who we've been.
0: This is who, this, you know, this is not who we are. This is exactly who the fuck we are. And Kamala Harris,
1: somebody should have talked to her. Really? Honestly? You no, know, I mean, we've known this. I mean, going back to the election, we, we knew this. We knew that politics in very many ways is a two-headed monster. And we knew we knew what we were voting against.
0: And we, that's true. You're right. You're right. So, and we knew that Kamala Harris is a flip-flop. Yeah, none of this is a surprise. One minute she believed that Joe Biden was a rapist, the next minute she didn't. We did it, Joe. We did, it. we did it. We did it. Yeah, um, like, and it's so funny because a few minutes ago, not too long ago on this podcast, we were definitely talking about Joe and how he needs to just shut the fuck up and let Kamala Harris do all the talking. Now I kind of feel like Kamala Harris needs to shut the fuck up and let Bernie Sanders do all the talking. Uh, no. you know they don't want that. They definitely don't want that. They don't want AOC talking either. AOC mad AOC mad mad Yeah And she ought to be Yeah I didn't sign up for this shit AOC mad And not only that This is something that the Democrats should be jumping on To make sure that Look this is not who, This is not what the party represents Right But no They're too busy bagging on fucking Ilhan Omar As usual Man, it, it's it's messy out here. It's going to get messier. And America is showing its true colors. This goes past, I'm not even, this goes past Democrat or Republican. America is really in the business. This is why I hate the what the Trump era brought along. Because the Trump era brought along a level of honesty. I don't want to say honesty. Because it's not just honesty. I read somewhere, I read like a meme, that honesty without compassion is brutality. It's unfilteredness. Right, if that's just right. for it, just for the sake of it, Honesty without compassion is brutality, and that's what that is to tell those people to their fucking face in their country. I don't know how she made it to the fucking car. I, I, like, I don't know how she made it to the car. That should have been like Firefest. Remember when fire when the Firefest shit <laughs> jumped off, yeah, and they and everybody was just looking for somebody who could get them their money, yes. And niggas had to sneak off the island The fact that Kamala Harris did not have to Sneak off the, off the island After telling Guatemalans To not come And save themselves from a country That we the American people Destabilized the, they, not, they not Guatemalan hard enough
1: well, She also has the full force of the American military Yeah that's right. true too yeah. that's, There's yeah. that little thing
0: yeah, when you, looking at, when you looking at the cast of Starship Troopers over there, <laughs> you, you kind of nut up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Kamala Con- Harris got to chill the fuck shut out, shut the fuck my up. My um, that ran me hot. I'm so mad about that. That kind of blew my little drunken buzz. Yeah. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? <sighs> yes. We did one. Yes. We definitely did we, one. We told that line sometimes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys for sticking with us. Um, those of you that are still here. Um We are one hundred and forty-two episodes in the can. Yes, sir. We could not have done that without y'all. We are we are getting very close. The anniversary episode's next week, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh shit. Oh, damn. Also Randall's birthday.
1: Yeah.
0: Um the anniversary episode is next week. Um I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. know. I'll think of something. Uh, It might just be business as usual and we get drunker than usual. I don't know. I don't know. I may have something new for y'all. Okay. Okay. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, And we'll have new merch. Um, Definitely take advantage of the merch. I think there's a sale that just started. Um, I'll get that information. It'll be on the social medias. You'll know it. Yep. I gave all my shout-outs. I gave all my... Um, D. Randall, any church announcements? Defund Greg Abbott. Defund Greg Abbott. Um, maybe let the air out of his tires. Um, until then, we're going to be here. Y'all know what it is. The pandemic is not over. Y'all are just sick of it. That's fine. We'll still be here. We're still going to be here for you. So you. To get through this with you, So you're not getting through it alone Um, Stay safe Watch out for the hip hop For the hip hop cops Continue to wash your hands Continue to wash your hands Wear your mask And wash Your fucking mask Wash your mask Some of y'all motherfuckers Some of y'all masks turning brown That's a problem Get a new paper one or wash the old one, wash the old cloth one. This is getting ridiculous. At least get one when you switch the filters out. It's getting crazy. Y'all just doing fashion. Y'all just y'all just wearing this shit for fashion now. But either way, we do have masks available. Yeah, I am the culture mask. Um, just saw a shout out to Kanji Sen, I believe. Mm-hmm. Who had the uh, cover, your, cover nose your nose and your mouth. and your mouth. Yeah. Um, we got we got quite a few masks available for you. Um definitely rock those. Let people know you support the brand and that you too are the culture. Yep. Uh until then, uh until next week. This has been episode one forty two yep. of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I'm D Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. Chitties. How do we not get canceled after that episode?